You're listening to the Podcast Detroit Network. Visit www.podcastdetroit.com for more information. We're listening to the Top Rope Review Show. This show is broadcasting live from the Podcast Detroit studios in Royal Oak, Michigan. For more information about this show or our network, please visit www.podcastdetroit.com. Tonight, we are going to witness the most anticipated match in the history of professional wrestling. Let's get back to ringside. I cannot believe Hogan would scoop that at all. A flying elbow. Hooks the line. It's over. We have a new champion. Wrestling fans, are you ready? WrestleMania 3 at the Silver Dome in Pontiac, Michigan. You that I'm the cream of the crop. Let's get ready to rumble! What an incredible scene! Awesome. The WWE fans have come out of the Nothing like the WWE, and this is why. And Triple H has got to be seething. Welcome to episode 82 of the Top Rope Review. Michigan's number one source, yeah, Michigan's number one source for pro wrestling and the inter- the official podcast home of Michigan's longest-running independent wrestling promotion, XICW. What are you going to say, Will? How about Midwest number one source? Maybe next week. <laughs> He's doing like a hard <laughs> lean on that one. I don't know if I want to claim things over. No, Marty and Sarah love wrestling in Chicago, yeah. so I don't know if yeah, I can do that. can't do that. Well, uh, we'll give reverence to them at this point. Although we do have more episodes than them. So anyway, not that that matters. Um <laughs> We are a proud part of the Podcast Detroit Network and the Point of Interest Podcast Network. Shout out to Jay Clark. We are broadcasting live from Royal Oak, Michigan at the Podcast Detroit Studios. Shout out to Royal Oak. <laughs> okay. Um, Joe. Yeah. Sif. Hey. What are we drinking today? Oh, you know, I didn't introduce myself. Just kidding. I was like, wow, we're jumping right in, huh? Okay. I'm Josh Ram. And to my right... Is hey guys, I'm Will. Oh, he's still using his Christian name. <laughs> <laughs> no, that would be William. His mom's been messaging him, changing him. My mom loves being like William Kenneth. William yeah, she Kenneth. always calls him that, and I'm like, who's William that? <laughs> so proper. See, and it's so funny because I kind of just own my middle name. I never really use it. Even if I do my initials, I don't do WKB. I just do WB. Warner Brothers. Yeah. <laughs> I, I used to have my own channel growing up as a kid. It was the coolest thing ever. <laughs> he probably thought that, too. Yeah. <laughs> Had Intermaniacs and Superman and Batman. They on made it. all this for me. Yeah. I was like, these guys love me. Well, there's Michigan J. Frog, too. So, Although yeah. you lived in Ohio when you were a kid. So. Mm. Hmm. Yeah. True story. <laughs> <laughs> and it's me, Joe. Hanging in there. Mike's not here. No. Nope. Boo. I don't know Boo. why. He's a child. He's at Mike. work. That's not a good excuse. <laughs> Living that radio. I don't life. know. I saw he had some kiss paint, paint uh, face paint on today. Sounds like he's working. <laughs> so, yeah. uh, he was also wearing a cow costume at one point. So <laughs> what's going, what's going on this weekend that he's doing? Something for the radio. I think it's like what? Memorial Day event or something. Cow costume sounds I don't know. like there's the a lot of stuff station. going on. They're yeah. supposed to paint his face like a cow, but he's like, do kiss, do kiss, do kiss, kiss colors. Dead. <laughs> Look, they're both black and white. It kind of fits. It's I like guess. Mike. Everything's black and white. Kiss cow. Yeah, that's true. Kiss cow. Everything's kissed to him. Basically. <laughs> and last but not least, Tab the Twitter Valley. <laughs> 
I was listening to old episodes and I would literally never talk ever. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it's pretty much You'd be like, continued. and Tab. I'd be like, hi. Hey. And then Will's like, she said three words. <laughs> My favorite, though, was one Tab before Tab would sit on the mic when she would sit in the other room and then we'd get out of the show and she would just be super drunk. <laughs> Did that happen? I don't know. I don't think that happened. Well, you, yeah, I, I said, think Will's uh, experience. Maybe Will's the one that came out super drunk. I sat out there for a while and then I started. Well, it was only a couple that. episodes. I remember. Back, back in the old studio above Activate Gaming. Which is now called like, something else. Yeah. Shout out to Activate Gaming. That's now like the Gamer Lounge or something. Good plug. Yeah. <laughs> Speaking of plugs. I think we'll uh, go back there eventually. Joe, what are we drinking today? Got Scurvy Dan from Falling Down Beer Company. Yum. It's pretty good. Do you if remember you, where it is? Ten and a Quinder. In Warren? In Warren, Michigan. Yep. Take a take a drive down there. Don't do it well. Go get some scurvy Dan. We should at some day do a uh, caller like call in trivia contest, and the trivia question should be: What's the location of all of your company? <laughs> yeah, that's something we talk about every, every time, show. At the time, I'm like, oh, what is it? I'm like, oh, that's right. But and go there, mention podcast Detroit, get a dollar off your first pint. One of these days, we need to go as a cast. There and take some photos there. Yeah. So we, I was listening to old episodes and even like one of the first times, like we were talking because they were calling it like uh, falling down. We, we it was like falling down brewery, falling down beer company, and Dave was in the other room and he was like, "It's beer company, blah blah." blah. And then Mike's like, "What you get like a ten percent off your?" <laughs> it was like the third or fourth episode and he was still still struggling, still with struggling. It. <laughs> some things never change, <laughs> like Will being on his phone. So yeah, that was real early on, research. like the second episode. Will's still on his phone. Yeah, he's fine. Um, yeah, so Falling Down Beer Company, keeping us hydrated. Also, um, you know, we were out waiting in line at the Rick and Morty uh, truck today before the show. And it was really, I w- like, I was sweating. Will was sweating. Tab was sweating the most. I was glistening. I was sweating sparkling. in my car waiting to go inside here. You know, I have AC. I didn't want to use my gas. Mm. You didn't want to just walk in here where his AC? <laughs> It's like, yeah. It's not really that much cooler in here, really, honestly. Yeah. Not really working today. Anyway, um, so I think it's time that I go to scarlandgraves.com and buy one of those sweet tank tops. It's yeah. Sun's out, guns out. And they actually have a really cool shirt that I'm thinking about getting, and I think that all you listeners should get it, too. Um, it's got, like, a couple upside-down crosses on it and, um, like, a three-headed wolf. It looks oh, really wow. Really cool. Sounds really I can't, It has some like really intense phrase on it that I can't remember what it is off the top of my head. But my I, mother would not approve. No, not <laughs> ju- not approved by Ju- Julie Blatman. Um, it it might not be on their site yet. It was on their Instagram. So, but yeah, if you want to get some of the cool stuff that you've seen us wearing, um, you should go over to scarlandgraves.com and use our code TOPROPE ten um, to get ten percent off your order. And you can be looking cool like us, get some sweet tank tops because it's hot outside, and get that new three-headed wolf shirt that's coming out soon. At my signal, unleash hell. There you go. That's what it says on the shirt. Dang it. I was like, I'm going to find it. Joe's being quiet, sneaking over. It's a pretty good one. It's a good site. Check it out. Huh? It's a good site. Check it out. Go get the three-headed wolf. And uh, on the the DL, um, if you guys didn't want to use a 10% off code this weekend, I understand. Check out their uh, Instagram. They are offering a 30% off code for this weekend. Oh, but then in the comments, yeah. right, yeah. Top Rope sent us. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make sure in, we... in the special notes, please let them know that Top Rope sent yeah. you so they at least know that we're still plugging away at them. But I, I get you. We can save a little money, look fashionable. 
I did that last year around Christmas time. They had a pretty good sale, and I used that instead of our code to buy some stuff. So yeah, it's fair. Yeah, our code is good year round, but every once in a while you got to jump on those better sales. Yeah, it happens. Yeah, you just never know. So and then speaking our, of never knowing, uh, you never know who's going to become a WWE champion anymore. Apparently, <laughs> nice segue. I was I was just going to say I called it guys. So wrestling I, this week. I called that guys. <laughs> I saw something in one of the, and uh, I think it was called to kayfabe. Someone wrote like, "If Jinder wins the championship tonight, I'll buy everyone tickets to WrestleMania." Oh, and then no. he was like, "Oh fuck!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, I don't know. So it's it, the writing was on the wall. Um, a, I I had him winning the Under a Giant Battle Royale at WrestleMania because I thought back then he was getting the push. Um, but if you look at it, they're trying to rebreak into the. In the market, it's a huge market for them. Money talks, especially in the wrestling business. And it makes sense that, A, fans constantly complain that they keep doing the, the same shit over and over again. That's a surprise booking. Um, I, think the, I think the biggest complaint people have with him is everyone thinks he's on steroids, that he went from being somewhat in good shape to being in really good shape now. And people are like, oh, as soon as he changes the way he looks, now they're giving him a big plush. Well, and I will say, well, I mean, that is part of it, though. Like, that's, a, I mean, changing your look and dedicating yourself to training, I think, is a good reason to get a push. Yeah. Um, and, you know, I, I can totally see why people um, think that, like, he's a lot bigger. He's real veiny. Um, he's real cut. Although he does have, lot, I think he's more. I think he's more lean and toned out in the morning. He's his traps, muscle. his traps are his bigger. That's what massive. it is. His traps are bigger. Yeah, you know, he's got the acne on his back, and he. Uh, I can't remember what the direct correct term is, it, but it does kind of look like he has bitch tits, like the like the extra <laughs> yeah, fat yeah. around the nipple. Um, but then again, like you see these things where from people, shout out to Tab, but like. The the before like the very quick before and afters of people that like just started counting their macros yeah. or did like one like sometimes you can flip a switch and like and really make a huge difference and I was looking at some pictures where he was kind of in between like where he wasn't like at his like quote unquote fattest but like not and he like he was he was pretty veiny even yeah, he's before he got cut so and the thing that the steroids thing is everyone's singling him out but. Part timers don't have to like drug test. So you got you know Brock's juicing. Yeah, you're you're not going to tell me that Triple H got into that good a shape to come back for one match uh, the, just like overnight. Ultimate ultimate person, Vince McMahon. Vince McMahon's a writer. L- look at so, Vince McMahon's change during the Attitude Era. I'm telling you, John Cena's not getting freaking. He's not recovering that quick without a little bit of help for all the times he's come back like super well, duper. And it's, early. I don't think it's juice though. I think it's HG. Yes, yes. Well, so a lot even. of times too though, it's they get around it because their doctor prescribes it for because some of that stuff doctors will prescribe well, for short term use. Well, and that's one of the things as this that's one of the things that there's people there's a actually a big advocacy group movement around like HGH is actually really good for um rehab mm-hmm. um and my whole like so Hunter I think I would be, I would believe that he was actually in that good of shape without juice nowadays just because I know from everything we hear is that he's like midnight training sessions yeah. like all the time so sure but like I don't, yeah, I don't know. It, and I don't think it, I care that much is the thing. I, like, yeah. At this point, like, cool. I don't, I as don't. long as it's not affecting you in ways that, like, steroids have been known to affect people. Or I you're don't, hurting people because yeah, you're I'm not, the, you know. I'm, I'm the same with any sports. Like, like I hear uh, these scandals in, like, baseball. There's a big scandal in, like, tennis. Like, 
a year ago where some famous tennis player, she got kicked out, yeah. out of the tour because she was taking a drug that her doctor described to her for years, but then the governing council decided that that drug was not going to be illegal for competition. Well, this isn't a, it isn't a, a true sport. Like it's a, yeah. no, it's but, and that's why I don't care. Like I know yeah. why they got they cut down on steroids after all the they cut down on steroids because people were abusing them. Yeah, and, and to the point and where because Vince got in trouble. Like, yeah, so honestly, I don't care. It's whatever. It's yeah, I mean, well, and I, I don't. I don't know. I was happy Ginger won. I, I in my fantasy league. I was just like <laughs> I bet heavily on I, him. I decided I was too because yeah, it's something, something different. different. And, I'd rather him than freaking Randy Orton. Yeah, Randy Borton. Well, and, and it's, it's exciting. I mean, it's, yeah. You don't know what's going to happen now. It's truly unpredictable for once, which is nice. Which was they awesome. They did that, and then they decided to be classic. Uh, WB. I I did not like the first ten minutes of SmackDown this week. Was that the Bollywood? The Bali? No, no, the, no that was cool. That was the, interesting. That was a little different. The, that was that, that was that was the. <laughs> What's mid- it called? What do they call it? Mahal celebration. I don't know. It's yeah, like, something. I can't remember the name. That Mahal was celebration. Yeah, that Mahal was celebration. Yeah, that was the mid like on yeah. the hour. Um, so what? It, what opened the show? Shane McMahon came out and said, "I'm going to introduce the five competitors for the Money in the Bank um, match in four weeks." So four weeks out, we now know. Well, the we got to put them all in mixed tag matches. But, but wait, exactly. wait, wait! Kevin Owens walks out before they announced Shinji Nakamura was going to be the match, which he knew he was going to be the match. He walks out, complains his way into having Shane add him in the match. So Shane didn't even like make him earn his spot. Didn't make him do anything to prove it, other than he had the logical argument of, "I won my match on the pay per view this week." Three of the guys in this match did not. Oh, you make a good point. And so instead of having them do, which I think would have been better, having them wrestle Baron Col- Corbin, because I don't think Baron Corbin should be in the match. Um, Baron Corbin might win. So he should have, yeah, possibly. So he should feed have. Him to, feed him to the Mahal mob. <laughs> yeah. Well, it, it's just like I, I would like give us a tournament. You know what I mean? If you're going to do four weeks out, announce who's in it. Give us a tournament for two weeks. Problem is, problem with that, and I I totally understand your frustration, but I think the problem is the 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 there's no depth. So they like they do a tournament. It's like, oh, who's going to win this match? Mojo yeah. Rally or AJ Styles? You know, it's going to be one of those. It's just like the Rumble where they have all those tag dudes in there. It's like you we know, know the Usos aren't going to win the fucking Royal Rumble. So, so like than... that's that's the problem with having a tournament because. Like they pick those five or six guys to be in the Money in the Bank, and those are like the only people that are credible threats. Yeah, so they, so they did a rematch of Baron Corbin versus Sami Zayn, um, as a result of this now six people in the Money in the Bank, and then they did a AJ Styles and Shinsuke Nakamura versus uh, Ziggler and oh, who's the other one that's in the match? <laughs> who's the other big guy? Uh, Shoot, Bray? No, he's on Raw. No, it's oh. it's. Well, I watch wrestling it's this week. Dolph, it's Ziggler. It's, it's Dolph. It's Ziggler. Dolph. It's Ziggler. It's, 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 it's Nakamura. It's Nikki from the. There's Nikki from the Spirit Squad. Yeah. Uh, so it's um, Dolph, Nakamura, AJ, 
Was it Kevin Owens? Kevin Owens, yes, that's who it was. Yeah, so it was, which again, but that was your main event. Your main event was watching those four guys wrestle, who you're going to watch again for next week wrestle. They got to build those money stories. In the bank ladder match. But do, do a that, short. There doesn't need to be a story for that. We all want but, the title. Yeah. But they're going to try to build something towards it because they can. Yeah. So I am 100% okay with Baron Coburn winning the ladder and money to make ladder match because I think all six of those guys deserve to win the ladder and bank money match. Your I head. think only, only five of those guys deserve to cash in and win the title. And I, I'm a proponent that you need to have people cash in and lose every once in a while to keep the money in the bank suspense up. Because guys cashing in and always winning does get a little stale. So have Baron Corbett win it. Give him that six months of him carrying the briefcase, talking about how great he is. Have him cash in, have him lose, and then have him demand a rematch. I think the problem with having someone lose their money in the bank match is it makes them look so weak. Like, look what happened when Damian Sandow lost his. What happened to him after that? Well, look at what happened when Cena lost his. That's nothing. Cena was already a yeah. made talent at that point. Like, I so, mean, he's really the only talent, full time talent on his level, too. It could be, yeah. So, yeah. like, him losing really does It's not going to hurt him as opposed to, say, Shinsuke wins and then loses the money in the bank match. Baron loses, he wins the match and then loses cash. And, like, it makes him look like a chump. I think he looks like a chump now. <laughs> <laughs> Fair. <laughs> Fair point. But, yeah, I don't know. I was just, I just don't announce the match four weeks out, you know? Give us a. Well, that, us and that should be out. your story building is how, the, how, do, how do the people earn their spots in that match? Yeah. Yeah, that's what I mean. Like, why, and, and why you just hand Kevin Owens a spot? Because I get, like, I get if it was a heel GM and a heel. Uh, talent who are kind of buddies, that makes sense. Maybe Seth or maybe uh, Shane is a heel, but I mean he didn't. No, like, I think Shane just rather maybe than challenge Shane Brett. sucks. Thank you. Why Jesus. are you doing that? Because I was, I was looking at I you was trying was to waiting. get you to look I was, up. I, I was listening to you, but I was like, no, no. no I think it like I think Shane doesn't want to insult people's intelligence because it obviously makes sense to have Kevin Owens in the match and like he's not going to be like ooh. And then I don't know. It just well, see, I, it's one of those things where it's like I'd rather him just add him to the match than like insult me by saying like, Oh, you don't deserve to be in the match even though like you're United States champion, you just beat AJ Styles at a pay per view. But it also makes sense for him not to be in the match because he's United States champion and they want him to have defend his belt on the pay per view. Maybe he will. Some you know. people do double duty. Yeah. Steph yeah. Seth did double duty before. Defended both his titles. So has Dolph and Ziggler. Dolph and yeah. Ziggler. <laughs> I'm, I, and you know what? And I would love to see Owens hold both belts at the same time. I, I'm a fan of double championships. I want Jinder to. I want someone we don't want to win the Money in the Bank, like Baron, and then I want Jinder to hold it for a little bit. I think Jinder's holding it till September. Yeah, I think he's gonna have a decent run here. Well, so, so I think if AJ, if AJ or Kevin Owens wins the wins the money in the bank. I can see them cashing in that night. It fits with their personalities. It fits with their storylines. It makes sense. I don't think either of them are going to win because they still want to push that storyline because AJ really never lost to Kevin Owens at that show, so they're protecting both of them, and they're going to keep that feud going, so I don't see a place for the briefcase in that feud going forward. Yeah. No, I agree with that. That's what I'm saying. I'm saying, like, if if those two win, it wouldn't make sense to put the belt on them right away. Like, I think Ginger's going to beat Orton again. I, I think Orton so. was just. I just like, want Randy Orton gone. 
I think Orton was just he he was just a filler champion, like and he was just like a guy they put on the they put the belt on him as a placeholder. It's great they did that, you know. You know, you got young talent like Bray Wyatt that didn't need to lose the belt, but hey, let's have another boring Randy Orton title reign. So, still yeah, better. I, I, well, like I said, I've, <laughs> no, I don't understand what they're you. doing with, with Wyatt. Like, I've speaking of the title picture, I just something just popped into my head. What if the gender India marketing plan works, and they like India and buys the fuck out of that T-shirt, and he becomes the the highest selling well, so gender so t shirt guy. But I mean that's the thing too though is is there's like over a billion people I in was, yeah, that's well, a big and population. I was and I was a little skeptical on the whole thing, like especially when I heard like oh like I read the articles like this they're pushing this because they all the in the amount I was a little skeptical until he was on Takas Jericho and he was talking about how him and Great Kali were he's working to fucking sell the shit out yeah, of us. But so yeah. obviously like he's already a name in India. So it's not like they, they took this guy no, who's no yeah, name and they're trying to put over he's they took a guy who already has a name and put him over. You know, I mean it, it's like taking I mean it's similar to what they did with Finn. You know, Finn Finn became a name in NXT and what they do, they give him the belt right away on Raw. Now, if this gender thing actually works, you're going to see a lot more of this to break it in other territories. You're going to see someone like Tin Biang. I can't remember his name. Yeah. That, but he, I, you can, you're going to see him winning a title here and well, and breaking I, into the you know Chinese who market. I, you know who else I think it's going to be good for? If gender if gender works, I think it's going to be good for Shinsuke. For Shinsuke, and it'll be huge like Shinsuke, for all the UK Japanese. talent. I yeah. mean, that, that's, Well, that's the whole reason they did the UK tournament was – Oh, there's a new competitor who's revising their show in the UK. We should maybe yeah. try to retake over that territory. I mean, I don't there. think they're. I think so. The, the UK branching out is different than like the Indian branching out because they're the UK branching out isn't like we're afraid to p- push people from the UK because they're not because I mean you have you have other people you know that they've that they've put they, like there there's been no shortage of english scottish and irish but they're workers. weird enough where they don't pull the trigger on any of those guys because all of those guys yeah they're great but i feel like they pulled the trigger at least a little bit on Seamus though yeah i guess Seamus had a pretty counts. good run I, I guess i was just thinking more along the lines of like wade barrett where he seemed Davey like boy. yeah like that wade barrett run where like he seemed like when he was gonna be the next big i thing, don't understand like, what happened with him He's yeah, another hurt. guy like Drew McIntyre. They like gave up on him because he got injured a few that. times, and then it just seems the like ball. they quit. Yeah. Well, I don't get too is when's the last time we had a African American never champion Rock Booker yeah. T. That's hot. you've never had a tradi- besides the Rock. There's never been a WWE world champion because that was Booker was world heavyweight, right? So you've never had. Well, and then you have the WWE Universal Title, which is still fair, but still like like. We're like I mean at one point we've talked about this before. At one point Kofi was pretty popular and they oh, he was, Kofi was never gonna be a champ though. Uh, You're forgetting that feud with Randy Orton. Orton. That feud with you is not massively really, over. They they could have pushed him more. I mean, and they have a couple guys in the roster they could easily build up. Well, I feel like New Day has shown too that they like there's money there. Like, yeah. Well I, I think Big E I think Big E with the New Day push could be Maybe. Yeah. yeah. I think I think he's big I, enough I, too. I think yeah, he's, um, he fits That's really. my great. That's my worry with Kofi he's is that he's too small. Well, it, it drives me nuts too cuz they they did the new day push. They they made him the longest running tag team champions and then they've done nothing with them. Yeah. And they're, even they're that last half of their championship reign, they did nothing with them. 
Because at then, the end there, they're just trying to get the record. So they, it was just kind of like you yeah. don't want to put anyone good against them because you don't want to make those guys look bad. So you're just trying to get them to get the record. So they the story suffered because of that. Yeah. Well, and then and then the whole like Kofi gets injured and they decide to keep Xavier and Biggie off TV until Kofi's healed. That's I think that's a good decision because I think people needed a break from them to kind of reset. It'd be After huge when they come back. It, yeah, that's the thing. Hundred percent. They needed a little break. They had the talent to where it's like, okay, we, we can were, wait. We loved it, but they were oversaturated big time. It was time for them to they take had like, like a twenty minute promo on yeah. every show. It, well, that's all Enzo and Big Cassidy getting too. I, oh. I've been tired of them. Well, for and they've a gotten few months they've now. gotten stale. Like they've I don't think stale. New Day New Day was really getting that stale. No, it was a just something stale. where it's like they would do different yeah. stuff. It's just you knew that they were kind of like they needed a refresh basically yeah. to kind of take a break reset themselves, think of some new ideas when they come back. And it allowed a team like Breezango to get over, too. They So Breezango did this thing. They had a rematch uh, with uh, the Usos. Yeah, I'm real pissed about that still. That was that was great, though. Because, I mean, A, that match was great. No, yeah. There's... And then and then they, they do this angle where they both beat them one-on-one, and then they lose for the championship. Yeah. Like, I mean, no, I, I, like, shock value, again, shock value, have them lose the tag team belts on Raw – or on SmackDown, that would have been sweet. I'm surprised they didn't pull the trigger on Breezango with how over they've been. It kind of still. I think they're going to down the line, maybe. Because now, well, the New Day's back now because they showed up on Talking Smack. So they're they're oh, back. Okay. Yeah. So that's why I'm thinking the next few is Uso's New Day. So I don't know where Breezango goes in that shuffle now, which worries well, me. Well, maybe Breezango, maybe New Day beats Usos, but then Breezango goes over New Day. That's what I'm. And that, I bet, that, that actually, feud, that's a money feud waiting that's, to oh, happen totally. with how great their character work is. Mm. Oh my god! Like, so before I forget it though, the thing that I the the UK tournament and the UK title and all that stuff is not so much pushing um, like Englishmen and Irish people to. Like the W, like pushing into that market no, it as was. it is pushing into the specific market of the UK indies and trying to replicate that success. Well, and they also though because di- then they started their own UK show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that's, that's what I mean. They're going to. Yeah, they're going to. That's what I mean. Though. So like, like that's how they're getting into that market. Yeah, I, I'm just India, saying they want people to start tuning back into their pay per views. Right. Well, that's what that's what I'm saying. That's the difference where they're they're trying to win over a group of people because look, we have someone like one of your people is on our main product, whereas WWE is trying to tap into a specific thing with the UK stuff. Mm-hmm. But like I mean, Man, that, blows, besides, that blows my mind. I never I like we think about it every once in a while. But like I, th- I thought that we had had another African American champion since then. There was a period of time where like every other title was they were like yeah, New Day had a tag was. title. Sasha was a, was the women's yeah. champ. Like, but you've never had the WWE champion besides the Rock in that one. He's Samoan. Well, even, even before he's the Rock, you he's haven't next. had a whole lot of champions. Especially you, you look at how many. Great African American talents they've had that how many have actually reached the top belt? Not a whole lot. No. So, well, maybe. how many have even feuded for the barely the any top title? Booker T. Our truth. <laughs> I mean, he had a he well, had a short Mark, like Mark I Henry. About that. You know, yeah, Mark, Mark Henry. Henry's where you should have pulled the trigger. Oh, you know what? Mark Henry has also that had the Mark Henry. Yeah, no, that's what I'm saying. He, yeah, something though. Yeah, like, it's something. Just no, seeing what else has gotten close. That was the one you should have pulled the WWE title trigger on because he was like. So good in that Hall Pain heel run, it was like did he, he was, did he not win that title from Cena though? I don't remember. Yeah. Well, yeah, because he 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 did the angle where he announces retirement, yeah, and then he that salmon attacked. Suit. 
That's <laughs> that was that was awesome. He's so good. Mark Henry is gonna go. He's so underrated. Like he had that. Like I was so kind of a on him, but when he came back with that Hall of Pain run, ever since then, like he just. It was he reinvented himself in the best possible way. Well, then way. you look it up and you see that he actually hold, still holds several records. Yeah, he's still this freaking beast. Like we saw him at uh, Arnold. Didn't Arnold, we? yeah, he was hosting the strongman competition. He was wearing so the same sweaty. suit. And Tamp's like, yeah, he was so sweaty. He even like opened his shirt up and it was like <laughs> yeah, it was sweat. Yeah. Tamp's like, what's he doing here? And I was like, oh, you don't even know. Yeah, he's <laughs> he's legit, he's man. Legit. So speaking of the Rock. <laughs> Tab and I saw Baywatch this weekend. Yeah, it was good. Yeah, spoiler spoiler free uh, review. Um, I mean, don't go into it with high expectations. It is a Baywatch movie, but if you like The Rock and you've seen any of the stuff that Zac Efron's done recently, like Neighbors or Mike and Dave Need Wedding Dates. Or Dirty Grandpa. Dirty Grandpa. Um, he's similar vein to that. He's pretty funny. There's a lot. It's it's a pretty funny movie. It's got you know some medium Baywatchy type action sequences with jet skis and guns and. It's like rated R, isn't it? Yeah, it's rated R. They say that word a lot in the movie. Yeah, the um, is a and lot. if you like boobs and butts, it's you know that's also a thing that is in the movie. Although I will I will say that I don't think there was no there was no female nudity in the film, which I was surprised because it was rated R. And um, it's there. Obviously, there's like women running around in swimsuits, but it's not as like gratuitous as I would have expected. Mm-hmm. There was like some male male nudity. Yeah. <laughs> yep. <Ooh>. Solid. <laughs> Leave it at that. Solid. <laughs> so yeah, no, I thought it was, and you know, it's just like people shitting on the Expendables, and that came out. And it's like, well, what are you going in there expecting yeah, it to be? It's eighties movie some stars Oscar. blowing shit up. Yeah. Like that's what it was, and that it was great for that. So yeah. I'm not going in expecting an Oscar-nominated film with deep acting and. But I, I, I think if you like a, if you like a typical Dwayne Johnson action movie where he's fun, his character is also funny. Um, it was it to. was great. A looks so. like a good popcorn film. Just go and hang out, have a good time yeah. with a couple friends, enjoy it. Well, and so I think, I think female nudity has come a rock a long way to where like back in the '80s. R-A comedies would throw it in just for oh it's whatever like or and, and now or R-rated X-Men films yeah I mean <laughs> well that was just to show that that they're rated R can do it but but now it's it's they do the mill nudity a lot more because it's it's more of a comic appeal it's a, it's yeah less, this is definitely yeah. a comic yeah so it's less it's less like to be sexual, which a lot of times in those '80s comedies, the female nudity was one hundred percent, and it's now more for a comic. You know, yeah. Well, speaking of women coming a long way, word is we're getting a <laughs> women's money in the bank match. Yeah. I hope so. That it seems it's everything's pointing towards it happening. It's been reported by like Meltzer that it's, it's most likely happening. Ryan Satin's the one that broke that story, and everyone else picked up on it. But so my thing is, I think SmackDown's the wrong show to have it. Talent wise, I guess. Uh, Talent wise, who? So, I really think Money in the Bank. They should have figured out a way to make that be a dual. They should have. Yeah, they should have. But talent wise, I feel like you have the better talent on Raw that could probably do a ladder match. I mean, you could have Sasha Banks murdering herself because she's always terrifying when she's on any sort of like weapons match. Well, let's see. Let's let's. So here's who who you you could have. You can't have Naomi because she's the champion. So she's already out. So you lose one of your talented workers. So you'll have Becky Lynch, 
Which I think she could No, do she's great. good. Charlotte, which would be fine. I think she'll do great. So this is where it starts kind of going, yeah. You got Carmella. Should be all right. In a ladder match, though. Yeah. That's where my this is where my she, worries start she, coming she in. But but you have people in line matches that don't do big spots. I don't think she'll do any. I think she'll take. I think she'll be the one taking the big spots. Yeah. So Carmella and Natalia, who's fine. I don't have a problem with Natalia. Um, who else is out there? Tamina probably. I mean that this yeah. is where your this is where your talent starts dropping off pretty quick on SmackDown. Yeah, I just never thought about how shallow the talent pool is for it'll probably well it'll probably be a ladder match but it'll probably only have five people that's yeah people. so i mean that's all you have left at that point it's the thing that the was one thing i mean disappointing with the smackdown ladder match is like they've had money in the bank matches with like 10 people in it it's too much when it's 10 people i like the five to six it's it gets too close you had people just lying on the outside and that's like one of my biggest like annoyances when you have like triple threat matches is the other person just when they don't know how to use all three people together you'll just see the other person laying down on the outside and that's only funny in the royal rumble yeah exactly so like that's why i'm okay with it being only six it's it gets everyone time to shine people aren't just like waiting around to do stuff i'm i'm optimistic it should still be a good match you'll still get some good talent in there it's cool that's finally happening, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Well, they've done a women's Hell in the Cell, and they've done a, I think, have they done a women's ladder match? I don't think they did a ladder match. They did a table match. Table. Yeah. Right. So table. I think ladder match hasn't happened really yet. Well, and they've done a steel cage. Yeah. yeah. And they're doing a kindo stick match. Why is that happening? Is Vince Russo back? <laughs> we got kendo well, stick on a pole I, match, I, man. I'm really like, confused too. It's a kendo stick on a, a pole, pole match. But does that mean that only the person who grabs is allowed to use it, or once the kendo sticks in play, either of them can? So use the it? Ken, the thing on a pole match is we're always the first one to grab the weapon at the top. They like win the match, and then they get to use that weapon. Yeah, on it's their just opponent. like the remember when when Joe Coleman like if he beat Idris, he got five minutes with. With Mark, uh, Mark Joka, Joka, it's like that. It's like whoever gets the pole gets the like Joe said. It's they get to beat the other person, which is just the dumbest freaking gimmick match. I hate them so much, and I don't understand why this is the gimmick match they want to bring back. Yeah, for a women's match, it just seems I don't know, just a weird match. Well, it could have been this, or it could have been Braun panties. So. Yeah, thank God it's not that. But I don't know. I mean, that would have been okay. Really? What do we have well, to do to get another three stages of hell match? Because those are always my favorite. It's been a well, long I time. What that is. So it's three falls, but each fall is something different. So yeah. like you had that classic Triple H Stone Cold one where it was like, I think it was a normal match and then it went to a hardcore match and then a steel cage match if it needed to get to three falls. So the match type changed. Uh, it's been a while since one of those has yeah, happened. Obviously, because I forgot what it was. Yeah, exactly. But, and then, <laughs> well, I just, I think WWE drives me nuts. We've talked about this before is that they just, they constantly change their rules to fit how they feel like looking. Mm-hmm. Yeah, whatever fits the story they're working on, that'll be the rule. Yeah. Just... There's more women's news too, though. Yeah. We got the May Young Classic happening, yeah. which is your women's tournament coming up in August, I believe, July. Yeah, we've talked about it before, you, but they, they finally s- announced the yeah. name of it, which was awesome. Did you guys see the thing where the trophy for it's a hand? <laughs> <laughs> I hope it is, really. <laughs> oh, That'd be great. I, I, I It'd be so it. funny, I though. So, funny. so I, I don't think the May Young Classic is going to be higher in May Young's career during the Attitude Era. It's going to be focused more on her well, early yeah. career. I'm, definitely. <laughs> I'm just glad they didn't name it after the Fabulous Moolah. I don't know. One of the coolest things she ever did was take table spots from the Dudleys. The Dudleys, like every other week, I swear to God, she was getting thrown through a table. But no, I think that's you're going to get a lot of great talent on that show. I think that's yeah. where you'll have some of these Japanese women's wrestlers they've signed recently start showing up. Although, wasn't didn't one of them have, 
doesn't one of them have like a beautiful, like amazing, yep. like better than macho elbow drop? She can't use that. And she can't use it because you Bailey's know how fucking using pissed it. off I am about that because her elbow drop is like the greatest thing because the way so she good. swings her legs in midair, and I'm like, well, they're like, well, there's already one woman that's using it as a secondary finisher. So, and that's like a big move for her. Like it's something hey, hey, Sting, you can't use the scorpion deathlock because, because uh, you know. Uh, Cesaro's using the sharpshooter in tribute to Tyson Kidd. Yeah, it's so just were... it drives me nuts. Like she's, I shall work around it. Maybe they'll eventually say, okay, you can use it in a big moment or something. But she's talented enough where she can easily get a new move to use. She's incredible, and well, she's going to be amazing. But that is a thing, though. Like it, it's kind of it's a little trickier at WWE because a lot of times, sometimes WWE will have talent the roster who haven't wrestled quite as long as someone who's coming in the wrestle for them but still it's normally it's if you ha- do a move that someone who's on a veteran on the roster does the same move you as the newer person don't do that move because it's the veterans move or at least you get the veterans permission before using it you know for, yeah for signature moves and for finishers it's you know as the newcomer in you you know it's a respect thing so her not using elbow job is like it's not like an unnormal thing. It's not like them like this is like the first time they've ever said this. It's it's kind of standard procedure. Yeah, but she's also been wrestling a lot longer than Bailey too. Obviously not in WWE, but she is well, like she's a legend gets, in Japan. Like, that's where this is like a, le- a legend from another company that literally put her stardom on the map. And now she's not going to be able to use the move that makes. Like, well, and the whole f- the thing that's even funnier about it is that like. She don't use this move because Bailey's using it as a tribute, tribute to, to someone Macho else Man. who did it. Yeah, and it's not even her main finisher; it's a secondary finisher she just started using. Yeah, it's it's been pretty um, recent. So that's that's where my beef with it is. Like, obviously, maybe things will change. That's what I'm hoping. I'm hoping that they finally are like, okay, maybe we're maybe we can just let this happen. But because I the only I feel like the only move that's really like protected like that is like a cutter. In WWE, where it's like nobody else can use a cutter besides Randy Orton and Diamond and DDP when he shows up. Well, I mean, well, DDP was doing it way before Randy Orton. Yeah, so he's he's like grandfathered in almost. Where it's like when he shows up for like the Rumble and stuff, yeah, he can bust that out. But like, but that's what I mean though. But like, you go look at an indie scene, you see indie guys doing a lot of moves that you see these WWE guys doing, and then. If they get pulled up to the roster, they're not going to do them because the, the guys in WWE already did them. Hey, Kenny, you can't. Like, yeah. I know you're real popular and everything, but you can't use the knee because Seth Rollins is yeah. already using it. And then that, <laughs> that's where my fear is coming in now, where he, that's going to out. Like, that'll happen. And that's what's like ridiculous to me is like something like that really well, could happen. Isn't Twist of Fate kind of a cutter? Kind of, yeah. Yeah. But they, but uh, again, like, grandfathered in. Yeah. Again, too. But it, well, it's like one thing. So, so the only thing I'm surprised by. Is that the super kick? So many people use the super kick now. Nobody uses that as a finish, though. Yeah, that's Dol- the thing. Dolph tries. Ba- Bailey has used the elbow as a finish. That's the problem. Yeah, yeah. that it, like regular moves is really not that big of a deal. But when it comes to like someone's finisher, that's where they start. Like, okay. Well, I mean, super kick is a finish for people. No, no, I don't know. Just not in WWE. Not anymore. Yeah. I mean, Dol- well, Dolph tried. I mean, no. Dolph was doing sweet chin musics. When no. he actually drums up the band and everything, yeah. too, he so does the whole thing. But regular super kicks aren't ending matches in WWE. Yeah. No, I think it's – I wouldn't be surprised if she, if they let her use it. I hope so because she should. 
Is there anybody that we're excited to see? In the women's, I, I was kind of looking at the, the talent. All and the Japanese talent. Yeah, Kerry Hojo hopefully will be there. Uh, Io Shirari, I think she th- that she's up in the air. She might not make it in time for it. I'm hoping she does. I'm excited for them in the tournament, but I don't know if any of them are going to get signed. They just well, Kerry's signed. Is she or Kyrie? I keep screwing that up, but That's yeah, right. she's she's signed 100. percent She had her, she's having her last like stardom matches, and she's gone. I can't like, think, go ahead. I can't think of their names now, but they just announced a couple uh, ladies that I follow on Facebook, um, and, and they're more of like more of like a Nikki Cross style wrestler, and less of like the technical Japan, which would be good. And I, I like how they're getting more of that too. They're getting more of the. They're getting a wider range of talent. Yeah, it's going to be. They're getting more of like your Nia Jax, Nikki Cross style wrestlers, the crazy or the bigger ones, and they're getting they're more their technical and your Asuka style wrestlers. Well, they're just getting wrestlers instead of models. Yeah, which is finally. But um, I hope Tessa Blanchard is in it. She's kind of worked. She worked NXT a few times. Well, isn't she Paige? Yeah, and she's page in the Rock movie. movie or the Rocks, so we'll see. I mean, I'm so well off topic. Coming talking about that movie, I'm interested to see how that goes now with Paige. All that she's stuff not coming back. Paige going on. She's so. not coming back. I can so, guarantee. you. Oh, well, I wonder how much TV they're going to be again. pushing that movie. now. They won't. They will not. I don't know, man. She I don't do think anything she's wrong. Gonna, it's not because of that. It's be, it's more so because of the things with Del Rio and everything before that. It has nothing to do with the leaks. She's not she's not going to be coming back because of Del Rio and like being on going to Impact tapings with him and like having these videos of him coming out trashing Triple H, trashing WWE with her in the background. Like it's not a good look. Yeah, she's and, not making a lot of great decisions. No, well, that's what I mean. Like so, like before, like the leaks came out. That's not a big deal. They can no. That's leaks, not that really leaks doesn't happen matter. yearly now in the, in the world here, and so people brush them over. Six months later, people forget about them. That's not a big deal. It's what she's burned bridges backstage, and so now it's like because if she if if she had done this when the movie was in pre production, they were. I bet you they would have scrapped the movie. But she did this when the movie was already mid-production, almost done, to where they'd be lose too much money to not finish the movie. Yeah. And so now they're going to put the movie out, but they're not going to market it nearly as much as what they would have done before. Yeah. And they would have used it to help the movie to help give her a boost in ring. Probably would have put the belt on her around the time the movie came out, and now they're not going to do any of that. Yeah, she's, yeah. I don't think she'll ever show up on TV. I think she's done with WWE, at least for quite a while. She, They might end up preparing that bridge way down the line. Well, she's still under contract she'll, for several years, though. That's the She's got, like, two more, I think, but they're just... I don't think they're going to... I think it's just going to get sat out. She'll have to She'll have to go to New Japan, and she'll have to dominate in New Japan and kind of become Can't, a... won't happen. New Japan does New not, Japan does not have, have late women, days. Women's wrestling. No, no. that's right, man. Like, just got to go to Japan. Japan in general, yeah. The, what is well, the problem women. with that is now the women's wrestling in Japan is going to take a freaking hit because with... Kyrie and Io both leaving. That's like it'd be like if WWE lost John Cena and Randy Orton, which we don't care about Randy Orton, but it's on a level where they are losing John Cena and Randy Orton of their company right now. So true that they're gonna, it's gonna be a struggle to survive after that. Hmm. So her options are gonna be very limited. Her, really, the only place she's gonna be able to go is probably Impact, because I don't. And even then, I think they might be a little wary. Is Del Rio still on the impact? 
I want to say yes. I know when, when I they like debuted as New Impact, he like had the title match, and then with with Lashley. I don't watch enough Impact to know, yeah. but I'm pretty sure he's still there working. What Think about, she would uh, ever go to Lucha? Lucha's. He was there. I there's another company that I'm a little worried about. I heard Lucha was possibly done, or they're going to repackage. They, with the problem with Lucha, they. So they have all those seven-year contracts that everyone signed ahead of time and didn't realize how bad those contracts are. So word is a lot of them are trying to get out of those deals now. And, like, they're trying to find loopholes, anything to get out because they they can't do anything with those deals. I mean, like, Ricochet still can't work in Ring of Honor because Prince Puma is still on the show right now. And until season three ends, he is not free to work anywhere else that's televised in the U.S. I thought I heard something, too, that... Lucha Underground was maybe going to do some retweaking and rebranding, maybe change some of the stuff. But it might just be some of their contracts. Yeah, I haven't heard stuff. that. It's just they're struggling with the contracts. A lot of people are pissed off about the whole situation. They're trying to get out of it. So it'll be interesting to see what happens there. Season three, the mid season three is picking back up here in the next like month or so. Yeah. And then after, so after the, these episodes, literally like in a couple days. Yeah. So after these episodes run, they don't have anything else filmed. So there's been no word on a season four filming yet. I don't think. So it'll be. But, well, I mean, Lucha did just get a big bump though. Now that they're doing that. The Netflix thing, I don't know how much it's helped. I, I've been, I've the been trying is to find. Too, is there like there, there? I feel like there's a lot of filler talent on there. Yeah. Like so, I've only watched the first season, but it's like Phoenix, Pentagon. Mil Muertes are stars. Mm-hmm. Aerostar. Aerostars, yeah. People like that are just kind of there. But you know. the stars they've made, I mean, they're big now. Like, they're some of the biggest names out there. And it just, they get screwed because they cannot do anything, really. Like, it's just weird. The whole Lucha thing is just so weird to me because that's, yeah, it is a company. But at the same time, you're filming seasons. So it's like a television show more so than yeah. that. It's just weird to me. Like it's maybe like telling an actor, it's like completes. telling an actor not to go be in another movie to yeah. me. So like, it's just weird like that. Because Lucha is more of a TV show than a wrestling promotion in my well, eyes. Don't, and don't a lot of those? Uh, well, don't a lot of those guys work in AAA though? Because there's a partnership. There's some. There, I think that's on the rocks too. Mm-hmm. After this whole Pentagon mess, that he can't go by Pentagon. He Pentagon's getting screwed more than anyone out of this whole thing. Speaking of him. I saw someone on the XICW Kobo sh- page was asking to book him for that show. If only I want to, I want to put it out there officially. Uh, Malcolm and the booking committee, if you're listening, a hundred percent support from Top Rope Review to book Pentagon Junior slash Dark slash Zero at Zero M Zero M. Um, you'd make Joe and Josh and Will. Yeah, and Will. Uh, very happy and and tab and me and Mike. I'm coming around. Also, yeah, also, uh, she's mad at him for all that stuff. With <laughs> <laughs> I, so, if Jack Swagger's is, is Jack Swagger's uh, formerly known as Jack Swagger. Come on, man. Yeah, formerly Jake known. Hager. If Jake Hager is um, charging four grand, right? Isn't that what it came out was his booking fee? Like, how much is Cody charging? Right? Cause, yeah, because I feel like he's at a premium right now. I it's mean, so which, weird. I, I'm like, how much did that? Tiny little promotion in Kalkaska, Michigan, pay for him yeah, to come up there. As I wonder, like, well, they they could have. Well, it's something too. Like, they could have booked him before he had really. They could they could have booked him 
early before the on. Bullet Club stuff, before yeah. he started working in New Japan and all that. It's like when Britney Spears had to work at the Illinois County Fair because she and she didn't want to because yeah, she booked she it way pissed. before she was popular. Yep, she booked it before her album came out. So yeah. that was actually she did that the same summer I met Mick Foley the first time <laughs> I was in the sixth grade. He well, that, that was, was also too. He was on WB roster, but he there was some. Indie promotion running out of Longway County that booked the fairgrounds and they could bring him in because yeah. he was allowed to work indie shows. Was he working or was he just signing autographs? No, I'm pretty sure he was in the main event. Okay, but he was also signing autographs during the during yeah, the yeah. thing too. Yeah, so but he was work. only doing like one off things then, wasn't he? In 2006, Nick. No, this no, was, no, no, no. This, this was, was back like in like ninety. Oh, okay, I was like. This was in 1999. I heard wrong then. That's my bad. Yeah, this is when I was in the sixth grade. I'm young. No, think like when Britney's before Britney Spears hit it big kind of time. Yeah, this came out right before her, uh, what's the album? One more. Um, hit Me Baby. Yeah, so this this was like six months before the album job. I think I was in elementary school. Yeah. <laughs> well, we were only in middle school. So well, yeah, I mean, this was 98, 99. Because I had only been wrestling oh, for, well, wrestling for a short 99? time. 99? Yeah. I was guy. like six, seven. Yeah, I, mean, I started watching wrestling in late 97, 98. I was a, I was a little tyke. So, sixth grade. Oh, man, I had a great segue and I lost it. Do you want me to say a little tyke again? No. Get the, get the oh, so speaking of baby, uh, Tab and I watched the Finn 24 last night. Have you guys seen that? Yeah. It's so funny that he's, he answers the phone. He's talking, talking to somebody. I'm like, who the fuck is he talking to? And he's like... Yeah, babe, I can't wait to see you, babe. Babe, babe, babe. And I was like, then they show the camera's fucking car out. (laughs) That whole thing was great. Um, I think my favorite part of that whole thing was like, it was like in this, like he was having a monologue and it was like a pretty deep, like, and then there's just a video, like they show him like shit faced at a bar with all these Japanese girls. And he's like, oh yeah, (laughs) (laughs) it's like this like super personal moment. He's having like talking over these videos. And then you just see him shit faced at a bar with some like seven Japanese girls surrounding him. Living the life. Yeah. Yeah. I, when they were talking about the bullet club, they would show a picture and I'd like to have Tamatanga. Look, tab Tamatanga. They couldn't use any footage because uh, he swears too much. <laughs> Every match, there's like 20 F-bombs. Yeah, well, you know you know why they do that. I was They do that because the whole reason that the Bullet Club, like one of the reasons, one of the things that put the Bullet Club a, apart from other heel stables is that they, they like, they played, a, they played uh, up the like, we don't speak Japanese and we're not yeah. going to because we don't care. Yep. Um, and then the the thing the thing is is like what 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 words do Japanese people know mm-hmm. swear words yeah you know so that's why they swear in which matches. that's one of my well, favorite things too about how like the bullet clubs are all these like Americans that don't give a shit and then Kenny Omega is fluent in both so he like after he won the G one he just did that scathing promo in Japanese to all the people in attendance it was like one of my favorite moments because like they were like astounded that he could do that and it like. The reaction and the heat he got at that show was well, incredible. Well, think about this too, though. Like, I mean, we're talking about we talked about Jinder Mahal earlier, but what if Jinder and the Bollywood Boys had decided that they would only start speaking in their native in, in the language? I don't know. Punjab. Yes, the whole t- pretty much the whole time. Uh, I think like, you mean I French mean, Canadian. Some Calgary. <laughs> well, I mean, you, you know what I'm saying though. Like, 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 think how like people would be how pissed. Oh, American yeah. fans Indeed. would be if there was a heel stable that refused to speak English. 
which is basically what Bullet Club did in Japan. Like, yeah. like yeah, we love the Bullet Club, and they're like they're. But it's hard for us to really comprehend that they that no, it's it would be like if they brought in a talent of Japanese guys to to evade WWE who only. Well, spoke when Japanese. we have a different we have a different perspective where we're like. Like the same thing where like all the people in the crowd at XICW hate Dave Chris because of his crowd interactions while we're sitting there going, look at how much <laughs> dick he's being. Oh, yeah. I love it. It's great. Like we, we recognize good heel work, mm-hmm. you know. Um, but yeah, no. And it's funny because when when Rusev used to do that thing where he would come out and just s- snarl stuff in Bulgarian, I'm just like, what are you saying? I don't care. Yeah. Like it's – Yeah. But I think it's – it's different. It's different there than it is here, too. You know, they are a hundred percent more passionate about the product there. It's like you just like they are like. Do so they have hundreds of wrestling podcasts where they're like, you know, s- Japanese smart marks, like Meh, you know, like yeah, I don't well, know. I've well, ever, but like they, just crowd wise, like it's a very different experience watching. The, <laughs> like they're like for and they're like they're, I love the crowds there because they're quiet to start. They like get they, the crowd builds up with the match. Yeah. Where it's like, well, we learned all that well, stuff from Jericho talking about it even before we got into yeah. Japan. Well, so this is something that uh, Killing the Town has been talking about is that they've been getting really harsh on crowds, especially like during the the UK tournament and stuff about the crowds. They're trying it, to get themselves fucking over, and it drives they, me nuts. That's what they're saying is, is that like the crowds now stupid. don't pay attention to the matches and they just do their own chance. But kudos to the Chicago crowd this weekend. Because they were excellent for both shows. Yeah. Like, they didn't make it about themselves. Like, they were just super into both matches or mo- both shows, which is, it was a nice change of pace after all the fucking train wreck full sale crowds. Because that, it's hard to watch like weekly NXT because how awful those crowds are. But yeah, I mean, you have, like, even though, like, that, what, what was that match um, with Roman Reigns a few months back where everyone booed? Where they were just they, well, they were just the crowd was just chanting like Roman sucks the whole time, and they were like it wasn't even Roman's match or something. They were just chanting. Well, Roman the worst sucks. was when freaking Neville and uh, Noam Dar, I think it was, had like a clinic the day after WrestleMania on Raw, and they were chanting about a fucking beach ball. Yeah, that drove me absolutely insane because they put on a damn good match. It was like one of the best cruiserweight matches that, that I've seen, and they did not give a shit. Yeah, they were too worried about a beach ball. Yeah, yeah, like that, crazy that, overall after WrestleMania yeah, crowd. Yeah. Ooh. No, that was insane. But yes, yeah, so, or, or like when Roman Reigns' brother died and people were chanting about it during mm. his match. Just, just not. Just to be like, it made cool. it didn't add to the match. You know, no, it they get themselves over and it's becoming a bigger problem more like, as like, we go I mean, on. Do you like? You know, Cena rocks. Cena sucks. Like those chants during a Cena match, Make, if you're, it, yeah, it, it's good. Like especially there's like, chants like, that are good, and then there's chants that full sale do where it's like, oh, we're hilarious. We're so funny. Look what we can do. Ha ha ha. Yeah, yeah, and like sometimes some of that stuff is fine when like when you're trying to let the that you're trying to let the product know what you want, like. When they had all the people, all the ladies in the ring, but Sasha wasn't there, so they started chanting yeah. for Sasha. No, that's like, fine. Yeah, but but there's chant. I'm talking about the chants in like full sale where they started a ch- like a chant they thought was funny, and then right after that chant, they started a "We Are Awesome" chant. Yeah, and it's like you're fucking pieces of shit. Like, yeah, instead of watching because yeah, it's a different level. Like chanting with the match. So like when Cena and AJ Styles were feuding, they said yeah. Cena. 
you know, rocks, AJ sucks. Mm-hmm. Like, like they're doing, Ashina sucks, AJ sucks. Like they're doing like the back know, and forth. The back and forth. That's good. That's building up. That's building up the match. But when you're chanting about like beach ball, yeah. not even paying attention to the match. Yeah. Don't even go. Actually not paying attention to the The only inanimate just, object you're allowed to cheer about is Mitch the plant. That's it. <laughs> R.I.P. And head. <laughs> and head. True. <laughs> so two things I wanted to talk about Chance, and then we're going to wrap it up here. One, uh, at Motor City Comic Con, it was really fun when when uh, Tab realized that the A, We Want Some Bele chant actually is a play on A, We Want Some Pussy by Two Live Crew. That was pretty funny. And then also, um, one of my favorite mines. things to do at live events is to chant for heels or cheer for heels when you're around a bunch of kids because you get so pissed. So funny. Anyway, then that's – I don't think we really had any kids around us, but we were cheering our asses off for gender yeah, we got some. Show. We got some looks. The Mahal Mob was there in full force and people were uh, – Well, would you like to well, join the Mahal well, Mob? Well, were you guys doing that during his match or were you doing that? No, it was, no, it was when he came out. Yeah, he came exactly. out. We were that's cheering. I mean. and, and, like, and that's a like, that's, that's good thing. It's, yeah. yeah. Oh, no. No, we're not that extreme. Right now, just, like I said, I – I, I've been team gender since WrestleMania. <laughs> <laughs> the secret founder of the Mahal Mob. <laughs> well, that's been episode 82 of the Top Rope Review. Check us out on Facebook, facebook.com slash Top Rope Review. Twitter and Instagram at Top Rope Review. And check us out on com. If you ever miss us live, check us out on SoundCloud or Apple Podcast within a day or two of the broadcast. We will check you guys next week. First episode in June.